0: The new government's plan to can some smoke-free laws will be a huge blow to cancer prevention and cost thousands of lives And billions of dollars, according to health advocates. But Health Minister Dr Shane Retty is adamant it is the right decision, saying the laws increase the risk of ram raids and growth in the black market for cigarettes. As part of its coalition deals, Nationals agreed to repeal smoke free legislation, slashing the number of cigarette retail outlets from 6,000 to 600, lowering nicotine levels, and making it illegal to ever sell tobacco to anyone born after the 1st of January 2009. Finance Minister Nicola Willis has conceded ditching the restrictions will significantly boost the government coffers. And that's prompted allegations that it will use the increased smoking revenue to plug a funding gap for its planned tax cuts. I spoke to the new Health Minister, Dr Shane Retti, a short time ago. First off, congratulations on the new job.
1: Thank you, Lisa. That's that's very generous. Looking to make a difference.
0: Okay, well, let's start with that then. National's going to abandon some smoke-free regulations. I'm just wondering, as a doctor, are you happy to sacrifice the lives of more than 8,000 New Zealanders um, to get some more money to fund tax cuts?
1: So we're committed to reducing smoking rates in New Zealand. And as you heard the Prime Minister say yesterday, uh, there are concerns around the proposed uh, legislation and to how that would impact on the black market and how that might focus crime on some of the uh, retail premises that were going to be allowed to continue and some uncertainty around the smoke-free generation. So th- those, those are concerns that we've, we've taken on board, but we are absolutely committed to reducing smoking rates.
0: Do those concerns outweigh saving 8,150 lives, which is what one study says this legislation will do over a period of 20 years?
1: Uh, We need to also imagine that uh, vaping has been a significant uh, contribution to reducing adult smoking rates and uh, remains the main tool at the moment for an adult smoking rate uh, that is slowly but surely improving. And uh, we're looking to continue that trend.
0: And not improving at a rate that is desirable. For example, if you continue on with business as usual, it will take until 2061 to get the percentage of Māori smoking to under 5%.
1: So we should be pleased with the trend that is uh, in the right direction. The question you're raising is as to whether it's fast enough. And we're always going to want to look at what other tools can we bring to this to accelerate and speed up that process. But we we should be pleased with those who have done the work that have got that trend working in our favour at the moment.
0: I go back to my point. You're a doctor. Dr Shane Retty, Minister of Health, as a doctor, are you happy, are you happy to do a U-turn on these regulations that could save thousands of lives and save billions of dollars in an overburdened health system? Are you personally happy for that to happen?
1: How can it be a U-turn we didn't vote for it at the third reading is my first point. It's there uh, now though,
0: it's there now Minister.
1: Uh, well, the second point is that I am I'm pleased, as we should all be, uh, with the adult smoking rate reduction, but we all want to do more. We are all committed uh, to reducing the smoking rates in New Zealand, and I remain committed to that.
0: What evidence do you have that the black market will explode as a result of, of these regulations? Uh,
1: there was evidence put to select committee during the smoke-free amendment, um, select committee process, uh, that uh, the... Uh, black market is likely to be impacted to what degree i'd need to look back at some of those submissions uh, but it was a factor so
0: you can't say to what degree so you're making this dis- this decision without evidence of the impact on the black market you don't have any uh,
1: no that was that was presented to select committee uh, that there would be an impact I, I just can't recall at the moment what that impact would be but there were submissions to that effect
0: okay ram rates you say there'll be more of them because there's fewer shops where's your proof
1: uh, we've listened to the sector, and uh, they're very clear uh, indication that they are deeply concerned that uh, they could be at risk of increased crime uh, with a reduction from the six thousand distributing networks down to down to six hundred, and so that, that has been a concern.
0: So you're taking the concerns of a group that is invested in revenue generated from cigarettes without uh, any the, proof, without any proof, Minister, that there would be an increase in ram rates?
1: Uh, Of the group that will be actually uh, confronting uh, serious crime of the group that will be at the front line, uh, potentially at risk of this activity, Uh, they have been one of the advisors to this decision.
0: Isn't that counterintuitive? If you're going down from 6,000 outlets, you're going down to 600, more easily identifiable, more easy to put, uh, well, a ring of security around. It'll be better, not worse, won't it?
1: Oh, that's not their observation, and they haven't been reassured by the security that supposedly they were going to get with delayed fog cannons and so on and so forth. Uh, So certainly that's not their observation.
0: Okay, but the National Party is a party that prides itself on policy based on proof, so you don't have a single shred of proof that ram raids will increase if you lower the number of shops that are selling cigarettes. Uh,
1: What we do is we have concerns from those who will be confronting people who will be perpetrating serious crime on them, and that, that is something that we should listen to.
0: I go back to the lives that you could save. Don't you want Uh, to save those lives?
1: Oh, we want to save as many lives as we can. And that's why I said here in the beginning that we're committed to reducing the smoking rates in New Zealand and that trend that we have at the moment that is uh, already doing that. We want to speed that up as well.
0: Mm, And this would, according to uh, a study by Otago University, 8,150 lives saves do not want to save them because a considerable number of them will be Māori lives.
1: Uh, We want to save as many lives as we can, and uh, we will work through uh, the tools and the toolkit that we have to add to vaping, which is our prime tool at the moment.
0: Do you accept that there is a link between ethnicity and health needs?
1: Oh, what I accept is that, uh, for example, Māori uh, have some of the highest health needs on every metric you almost want to measure.
0: Right, so why are you getting rid of the Māori Health Authority?
1: Uh, Because I fundamentally and we fundamentally disagree with the ideology that says Wellington knows best. Let's place half a billion dollars of Maori health provider contracts with the Maori health uh, authority uh, in Wellington disagree with that. I think we no, need they're to talking be talking to ewi groups. They're talking to groups to money sitting in Wellington and uh, what I believe and what we believe is that we should be dissolving decision making and funding as close to the home and as close to the hapu as we possibly can. I think that's the direction of travel that will give us the benefits that we're looking for.
0: You're misrepresenting that, aren't you, Minister, because it's not Wellington that decides on that. They put they put out whats what they're looking for in terms of, for example, lowering the rate of diabetes and they ask iwi groups to tell them how to do that and how they would do that. They are devolving to those other groups.
1: No, yeah, but then the decisions are made in Wellington and the funding is held in Wellington uh, that needs to move closer to the home and closer to the hapū. So as we a doctor you we will back Maori health providers.
0: Just so I'm 100% on this, as a doctor, you are 100% comfortable with ditching the Maori health authority and also abandoning some of these um, smoke-free regulations that could save thousands of lives. You you find no,
1: I, I I am comfortable that we will devolve decision making and funding for Maori health as close to the home and as close to the hapu as we can.
0: Is this country going to be smoke-free by 2025 under your government?
1: Uh, it wasn't clear that even during the uh, uh, initial process of what the Act, with the regulatory impact statement, that any of the documents said that even with the proposed legislation, that it was going to be smoke free by 2025.
0: Asking about your government, you're going to make it happen by 2025 because you've told me you've committed to it. You're committed to lowering it. You're going to do better. So 2025, can you meet the target?
1: Uh, What I'm saying is we'll continue to uh, reduce smoking rates and to uh, have vaping as our primary tool. What I'm also saying is that it's not clear that what the proposed legislation was going to enable was going to reach the 2025 target anyway.